death is a necessary aspect of life. In order to live, we must die. We must die to our old habits. We must die to things that may prohibit us from moving on and growing. I was blessed to have three grandfathers. Walter Earl Strickland, Theodore J. Leathers, and Paul E. Harbin. My paternal grandfather, I didn't have much of a relationship with um, Theodore Leathers. However, my first and my last that I mentioned, my Grandpa Strickland and my Grandpa Harmon, were huge, huge, huge parts of my existence and will continue to be. Grief is something that... can sometimes be very hard to deal with if you don't understand death and you don't understand that it is a necessary aspect of our existence. Um, Tonight, my grandfather transitioned, my grandpa Strickland, he transitioned um, and it's very interesting because I found out um, tonight as I decided to stop putting my life on hold. For the last 37 years of my life, and I'm blessed to be 37, a lot of times I had a problem with letting go letting go of the past, letting go of those who were not, uh, did not have my best interest at heart, letting go of past traumas, letting go of things that didn't no longer serve me, friendships, so forth. Tonight marked the first time that I decided to step out stop putting my life on hold go listen to some live music Um, go and have a glass of wine smoke some hookah sit outside and let the cool crisp breeze just blow through your hair and think about life typically on my wellness Wednesdays I do that I um, I go and I do something for me I don't check my email I don't uh, answer any clients I don't think about work I just think about my life and, and that's my um, my, ded- my dedication excuse me to myself as far as self-care is concerned. 
I'm so freaking fortunate. I had three grandfathers, man. It's not too many people that can honestly say that they had three grandfathers that all made it to their 80s. My grandpa Harbin passed away when he was 87, three years ago. My grandpa Leathers, he passed away also three years ago at the age of 84 or 85. And um, my grandpa Strickland, he just passed away at the age of 88, which he turned two months ago. And although, um, although grief is something that I have navigated quite well when you get alone and you get still and you take the time to um, you take the time to just think about different things in your life and different um, things that you want to accomplish people you want to meet people that you want to um, grow with or you'd like to work with or you'd like to be friends with you learn that you you can't put your life on hold because of your grief you have to keep moving you have to keep pushing that's what the deceased will want you to do. They don't want you to stop your life because if it was up to them, then they would they would want to continue to live. My grandfather was very, very, very intelligent. He um, was probably one of the smartest people I knew. Um, I had a couple of different um, experiences my grandfather, my um, my grandpa Harbin, he was the one that taught me a lot about business and, and being kind and being good hearted and living and loving life and staying positive no matter what and just just living life to the fullest. Um, I was the first grandchild on that side, so of course I experienced a lot of spoiled days and so forth. Um, my grandpa Strickland, I am the fifth of 18 total grandchildren. My mom is his first girl. So of course, and me being her first girl, it's a special relationship, you know? There were things that I didn't understand or I didn't like, but there was a lot of things that I loved. And a lot of times when you sit back and you take the time to grieve, and you take the time to um, just reflect on, on the goodness of your life, it's important to extend that gratitude as much as you want to cry. And, you know, you cry because you think of the memories that are tender and that person's not here no more, but... My grandfather was in pain. He was in pain. 
he defied death so many times in the last six years. It's not even funny. I remember back in 2014, I went home. And this was the first time that I had ever experienced death as far as grandparents. Um, back in 2014, I had um, I had a very interesting, uh, something interesting happened. Back in 2014, it was an ice storm in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you guys remember that, it was the ice storm that had thousands, like 25,000 people stuck on the highway. It was like insane. Um, kids were stuck at school and so forth. And I remember as soon as that broke, and I was able to go to the grocery store. I remember my mom calling me saying that my grandfather had three days to live. And I immediately uh, hopped on a plane. And because I worked for myself, I was able to work from Kansas City. And everybody came home because my grandfather had three days to live this is my grandpa Strickland and uh, my uncle Byron from LA rallied everybody together and was was the prayer warrior for the family and I remember my grandma Harbin she was actually um, she had dementia and I remember telling my dad Take me to the nursing home so I can see my grandma. I need to see her. And she actually died while I was at home for my grandpa. And that was the first time I had to deal with death of grandparents. It was very hard for me. It took years to get past. And for that month... I put my life completely on hold for my grandfather. I watched my grandmother, my grandma Strickland, every single day with my grandpa as he was in ICU for a total of 28 days. That year, my grandma Harbin, she transitioned. February 20th, 2014. Um, I didn't leave to come back to uh, Kansas City, excuse me, to Atlanta from Kansas City until March. I think the first week of March. And during that time, I completely put my life on hold to be a support system to my mom, to be a support system for my grandpa, my grandma and my grandpa and my grandpa Harbin as he had been with my grandmother for over 40 something years and he was now alone and my grandmother wait patiently to go and see my grandpa and I see you every day and he was unconscious and we would just go and we would just be at the, his bedside and pray and 
see him. And six years later, he was still living. And he just transitioned tonight. Um, my grandpa Harbin passed away three years ago, like I said. My grandpa Leathers passed away three years ago. And the last time I seen both of them alive was the first week of January in 2017 on the same exact day. My grandpa Strickland, I mean, my grandpa Leathers first in the hospital. We had no idea he had diabetes and he was dying from it. And he was fighting demons and proclaimed his love for me and my sister and even my mom, who he didn't have the best relationship with, to going to see my grandpa and showing him a picture of my grandmother or my grandma's doppelganger who lives in Greenville, South Carolina. And he had a machine. He was legally blind, but he had a machine where he was able to zoom in and see a picture really close. And I got to show him that picture. And when I seen that picture, I knew that my grandma was okay. And I was finally able to let go of the grief and the hurt of losing my first grandparent. I didn't know that when I got home from Kansas City, my grandpa Leathers would pass away that week, that first week in January 2017. Didn't know that was going to happen. And I had no idea that I was going to lose my grandpa. Harbin, 713, 2017. Had no idea. Wow. I now sit on the edge of my bed. And before I turn in, I had to kind of get my thoughts together. I had to... Get my thoughts out. I went out tonight. I listened to Colette Duncan and her band. She sang all the different songs. It's Scott Gertner's Rhythm Room. Songs that I love. It's almost like. After I got the word from my mom that my grandfather had passed, it hadn't hit me yet, you know? And it hadn't hit me that he was not going to be here. And I and I more and more so for my mom because my mom is losing a parent, someone she was extremely close to. I think about my cousins that may not have had the type of relationship that I had. When I say my grandpa was very, very instrumental in my life. Very much so. I'm so blessed, man. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Like, y'all have no idea. I 
I have friends that never knew their grandparents. Some that never even knew their fathers. And I had three grandfathers. Two phenomenal grandfathers. I had three Christmases. I had grandpas I could call and get advice from. If I needed anything, they would pay for it. Not everybody had that. When I need my oil changed, I could get that. When I needed to go to school, high school, when my parents got a divorce, my grandpa Strickland would take us to school because we lived with them there. Um, my grandpa Strickland also took me to college my first day. He was there for my graduation and he was also there for um, my senior portfolio review for visual communications for my career that I have now. When my computer broke in 2010, he, without question, bought my new computer for me to be able to work, to pump out all of the different things that you see for Curlbox and all these different promoters that I do stuff for and stuff for magazines and all these other clients that, that I've been so blessed to work with. And my grandpa always gave me advice and he always told me how pretty I was and how he couldn't wait till I found a husband. And And how proud of me he was. And how awesome my mom was. And my mom was so awesome because she had a loving heart. She had a stern stern tone, but a loving heart. Just like my grandpa. My grandpa wanted to be a part of everything. He was the first one to bring us to Texas. When we used to just go to the Lake of the Ozarks. Because we had a lake house on my grandpa Harvest side. My grandpa Strickland brought us down in Houston, Texas when I was nine years old in 1992, August 1992. And it was the first time I ever been on a beach and had my feet in the sand and the palm trees waving. It was a road trip. And I didn't know that when I turned 32, I would move here and start my life over my spiritual journey. Wow, I'm so blessed. I say all that to say, you know, in the midst of grief, grief takes form, it takes shape in so many different ways, you know. Um... Sometimes it's crying. Sometimes it's yelling and screaming or listening to good music. Sometimes it's just reflecting on the beautiful things or the not so beautiful things. There were some things that I didn't agree with that my grandpa used to do. But the good outweighed the bad. The good way to outweigh the bad. 
I'm glad that he's free of pain and he doesn't have to go to dialysis anymore. I'm glad that I got to see him go to the boat. My mama took him to the boat a couple of days ago. And the boat is the casino in Kansas City. And that's what we call it, the boat. (laughs) And everything he touched, he won. Every last thing. Me and my sister were on FaceTime with my mom. And he's just winning he turned fifty dollars into eighteen hundred real fast on a penny machine. He loved the boat, loved to go to the boat. I remember when I was twenty one he took me to the casino for the first time. My grandpa was big on creating experiences and being there for the experience. He wanted to share everything with me and my sister. I remember when my sister got married. And he walked her down the aisle. He and my grandpa Harvey. I remember him telling us about when he married our grandmother. Or how he met my grandmother when they were 15, 14 and 15. Or 15 and 16, excuse me. And how they've been together ever since. My grandpa just passed away at 88. So 73 years of his life, he spent with my grandmother. 73 years of life. Nine children total. 18 grandchildren. About nine great, great grandchildren and one on the way. So it'll be 10 when my little sister has my little, my new little nephew, Evan. I remember him getting to see my apartment down here and how nice it was. And every time I would call, I would call my grandparents all the time just so I could talk to, I would talk to my mama. And of course, my mom is their primary caretaker. So she would be over there and I got to talk to grandpa and I remember a couple of months ago, a few months ago, actually, I needed to talk to my grandpa because I had kind of like stopped talking to them for a little while because it was some things I didn't agree with and I didn't like how they didn't defend my mom against some things that was happening and It was on my heart to tell him how much I appreciated him for each and every little thing he's ever done. I remember telling him about my imaginary friend. When I was a little girl. Or how I used to wave to him and make a turkey with my head. Or just 
sitting around the table and talking about politics and the state of black people and anything militant, any perspectives that I have, any of that, it came from my grandpa Strickland. I had a blessed childhood, man. My grandpa wanted to be a part of each and every one of his grandkids' lives. And even the ones that he didn't get to see that much. He made sure that they had gifts under the tree for Christmas. And he would tell us about the good old days in KCK. Kansas City, Kansas, because that's where he was from. I'm fortunate, man. I'm so blessed. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast right now is because I want to not to <clears throat> not to have anybody feel sorry for me. No, that's not that's not the reason. It's more so to let you guys know that in your grief, be grateful for each and every opportunity you get to share with your loved ones, especially your grandparents, if you are blessed to have them, because those are countless, priceless memories you can never, ever replace. And if you're able to do that, and if you're able to have certain experiences with people in your life, let them know before they are gone. I made it a point to let my grandpa know each and every time that I talk to him, especially as he defied death so many different times and over the span of six years that I appreciated him and I love him and we got to spend a lot of time together when my grandpa Harmon passed away we would go to the boat we would go out to eat I would just go over there and just help and just be there just be around him for three months I was in Kansas City dealing with the grief of my grandpa Harmon and I was there with my grandpa Strickland and my grandma Strickland and I was there enjoying them and I made it a point to enjoy them and get those nuggets and get those tools and talk about segregation and talk about all their travels and talk about when he was in the Navy or when he was in Kansas and when him and my grandmother met and how he loved her cooking and how he He just loved, he loved life. He wanted, he fought, he did. He wanted to be here. And it was so many times in the last few weeks that he almost died. And my, and he came right back because he wasn't ready to go. But tonight he was ready to go. He was ready to go. And he let go. And he let God. And I'm going to tell you something else. When that happened. It was on the first day of Libra season, which restores balance. Of 2020. I just did a podcast right before this one, this morning, randomly. I didn't think I was going to do it. I just got up and it was on my heart to do. And now I'm doing another podcast randomly talking about grief. I hope that whomever listens to this, if you uh, 
or having issues processing grief, however it may be, that you take the necessary time to voice aloud the things, the amazing things people do for you and, and have done for you in your life. You know what I mean? I know that it's going to be hard for my for my mom and her siblings because for all of the surviving siblings he got to see a son two sons make 70 years old a son make 69 the son make 57 or 58 my mom just made 63 my aunt's 53 and 56 wow wow i'm 37 my sister is 33 about to be 34 she has a nearly two-year-old and pregnant again and buried he got to see all of that he got to be a part of all of that he has a grandson my cousin jason in new orleans who got to take his wife up there so they could meet. So she could meet him. And be around them. And see them. And, and and breathe the same air. Because I think it's important that in these times of transition. As we're transitioning into a new age of existence. I think that it's very important to be. To get those gems. And listen to the history of your family. And appreciate it. And just abound in gratitude. I wrote a letter to my husband back in 2011. Saying that, you know, I wonder if... He would be able to meet three sets of my grandparents. Well, who I have in mind got to meet him. So that's cool. But (sighs) wow. Wow. I'm fortunate, man. I'm so blessed. Grandpa. I love you, man. <laughs> I talk to him like this. Like, Grandpa, what are you doing? Grandpa, we gonna go to the slots when I come back to Kansas City. We gonna go and hit them slots. We gonna win and hit big. I'm glad he got to do that a couple of days ago. And I'm so fortunate to have a loving mother who made sure that Grandpa got to live his life fully as much as he physically could. Because his mind was still good, although his body was starting to shut down on him. And I'm so fortunate to have a mom who wants to experience things with us like he wanted to experience things with his children and his grandchildren and be a part of that i hate that i didn't get a chance to get him no turkey leg hood up there because i sure thought about it and i should have just went on and did it but 
I didn't get a chance to get it. He would have loved that. That would have been a good, like, I sure thought about it and I didn't fulfill that. And I should have. But, you know. Well, I guess that's it for me. It's 1.14 in the morning. I just got home. I've been crying. My nose is stuffy. I'm crying as I'm talking about this because you, you know, you often cry when you, um, you often cry when you, when you think about the, the, the great times, the precious memories. Listen, my grandpa was a good father too. He was an amazing father to all his children. And it was some things that I didn't agree with, but everybody has something about them that you don't like but i can honestly say he was a so he supported his kids so you know hey and he supported his grandchildren as much as he possibly could or what was in him and for that i'm grateful so rest well grandpa tell my grandpa harman and my grandma harman i said hello and I hope that you guys aren't just sitting around talking about the good times. And, well, my grandma Strickland, she has dementia right now. And I don't think she has too much longer to go after this. I mean, she spent 73 years of her life with my grandpa. Almost 74 years of her life with my grandpa. So... Um, you know they say when people have been together so long um, they end up dying simultaneously or transitioning excuse me simultaneously death is a very important part of life it's necessary to grow and to move forward to take what you've learned and push through And that's what I vow to do. This is the Still Dope as Fuck podcast. I am Ilya Nico. This is a very, very vulnerable moment for me. (laughs) And um, for that, I'm fortunate for you guys taking the time to listen. If you know anyone who is dealing with grief, please, please, please pray for them affirm their wellness be kind to people you never know what people are going through be kind and don't forget to speak your truth because that is a part of self-care as well and also a part of the grieving process honesty is everything man so um, again it's your girl Eileen Nico I'm signing off and getting some shut eye love you guys thank you for listening good night